Welcome to How to Live Podcast with Dr. Chip Dodd, a series to help us see who we are made to be so we can do what we are made to do. Lingering is extremely valuable. It's you going to your tent to be in relational presence of God so you can draw the power out of the relationship to move into your daily life. I want to say that again. You're not going to the tent to get power. You're going to the tent to be fed relationship, and it's the relationship is that gives us power. For example, courage means full-hearted participation. And because life is a draining experience and a tiring experience, when you pour your heart out, it has to be refilled. And we know that there is no uh, special elixir that refills the heart. What refills the heart is relationship. Being encouraged by another, God or another, to be able to continue to carry on. Being attended to by another. Being listened to by another. Being grieved for by another. Being grieved with by another. Being sharing joy with another. Sharing sadness with another. These are the things that give us strength and continue our courage. But the day needs to begin for every one of us by going to your tent. Go to your tent and linger. Get your journal, get your Bible, get your meditation books. Whatever it happens to be that you're called to at that time, the voice of the heart, read about yourself. But there there are two requirements there. One is that you, you show up with your presence, anticipating the presence of God. And in that relationship, courage is built, strength is formed, and courage is built, and you are prepared to step into the next step phase of your life, whether it's the the phase of enduring life happening and thriving in the midst of that, whether it's keeping hope alive, the willingness to be hurt and and the courage to walk through fear, or it's the, the strength and courage to continue to pursue the mission related to your vision. So that's step one related to lingering. Step two is that in our daily lives, we are created to share what we've been given. Now, the word share does not mean give. Share is a process relational word. Share means to receive so that you become able to give. So you cannot give what you do not have Therefore, the word share means receive, and you cannot receive unless you're capable of lingering, which means that you have resources you draw from, from the creator of everything and everyone in relationship with God so that you can gain more, have more, and therefore end up giving more. Now, I'm not saying that you have to have this super intimate relationship with God. Frankly put, I, I was return to God, so to speak, through people. I wasn't just suddenly found. People uh, uh, helped it reintroduce me to trust. People helped awaken me to the possibility that what they were believing and where they were drawing their strength and their ability to love me for me sort of like uh, wooed me uh, back into what I found to be extremely true. So uh, this isn't about uh, some special prescription, uh, but me coming back to God through people helped bring 
me back to spending time with the God who had given these people their strength and courage too. So the second step is to share. Now share means to receive and to give. And people who share can share the most are the people who need the most and are most open to gaining everything they can because the wealthier they are, the greater they can, the more they can offer. So sharing means to basically, if you're doing the lingering part with God, journaling your life, seeking, uh, asking, seeking, knocking, crying out, reaching out, taking in, and everything in between, sharing your troubles and increasing your joys through connection. Because remember, I've done so many podcasts already. We're literally created and wired for connection. We find fulfillment in relationship with awareness of ourselves, being able to use our frontal lobes to articulate our internal experiences with others in God allows us to step into ability to thrive. So sharing means to bring your heart to the table to others. Sharing puts us in communion with others. Sharing allows us to ask about others, encourage others, be truthful with others, and allows others to do the same with us. When you are able to express your feelings and your needs with people who can do the same, we have more together than we can ever have apart, which means that we are strong together and that if we happen to be on mission together, we are trusting and faithful and able to tell each other the truth. We have each other's backs, basically. So in sharing, we do several things. One is we hope for each other, we pray for each other, we're truthful with each other, and then we also do a thing called confront each other. Now, confrontation and conflict are two separate things. I did a podcast some time ago called Caring Enough to Confront. I was fortunate going back and listening to it. But confrontation literally means with the front. Conflict is up in somebody's face. Confrontation means with the front or shoulder to shoulder or basically walking along side by side. And the person who does the confronting is opening their heart and their mouth to express what they're seeing, thinking, feeling related to the other person's behavior. For example, if I were going to confront you, the listener, and you and I are walking side by side, I may say, hey, I felt really glad yesterday when you took the time to stop and check in on me and ask me about a struggle I'd shared with you the week before. Thank you for doing that. That's a confrontation. Another confrontation can be, you know, I felt really sad and really scared when I saw you, um, you know, doing a certain behavior uh, that you told me that you weren't, weren't going to do. So that is me sharing my insides. Confrontation means me sharing my insides, my feelings, uh, my, what I see, what I feel, and what I need with another person or what I wish for them or from them. Confrontation is me being vulnerable with my insides about somebody else's outsides. Confrontation does not inventory take somebody's brain. You do not tell them what they're thinking, tell them what they're feeling, tell them what their intentions are, or tell them um, what their needs are. It is you sharing your insides with another person's outsides. You simply are naming what you've observed, what you've seen, or what you've heard. It's up to that person to decide what they're going to do about it. But strength and courage gives you the ability to share. 
And lingering gives you the dependency strength to be able to receive that sense of empowerment about knowing that you're never alone that allows you to do it. Now, I'm going to roll back for just a minute. In Deuteronomy 31, 40 years later from Exodus 33, 40 or more, Joshua is assigned his uh, uh, job, so to speak, his mission. Moses, who spent 40 years mentoring this aid, this son of none, who would linger at the tent, who was wanting, wanting and dreaming and imagining and risking and growing. He was mentored in heart and he was mentored in how to live. He was mentored in who he was and he was mentored in, in what he was called to do. Moses is leaving and Joshua is about to take over. Joshua becomes the leader who takes the, the, the formerly enslaved people into the promised land. And the promised land isn't a place of ease. It's a place in which they're going to have to fight for their fulfillment. But it's God who goes before them and they trust that. Moses lays his hands on Joshua's shoulder and tells him, he says, Joshua, you must be strong and courageous. He says, do not be afraid or terrified because of what you're about to face because God goes with you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Therefore, you can depend upon him. And so what, uh, and, th and then he tells him several times, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. You just must be strong and courageous. Now, where is Joshua's strength and courage coming from? And this is the crux of the matter. Many of us have been trained to believe that once we have uh, lingered or experienced God, or once we've been given an assignment or told to do something, we immediately turn that into how we've got to draw upon our own power and our own strength. But see, Joshua has been mentored for 40 years, prepared to step into leadership that is astounding and productivity out of that. And it came from and it comes from Joshua knowing that he had been trained for 40 years to be effectively dependent. When, when Moses says, be strong and courageous, and in the book of Joshua, which is the next book, where he takes them into the promised land, the people who follow Joshua are saying, Joshua, we will follow you, but you must be strong and courageous. And Joshua has to continue to cling to and struggle with that God would never leave him nor forsake him. How's he going to know? And where is his strength and courage coming from? Well, it comes from going to the tent and gaining through that relationship this amazing, mysterious, miraculous power of the heart through the presence of relationship to step into the unseen with absolute passion and faith because you're headed towards where this God's going to go. And then therefore anything that happens has to do with what this God is doing. And the only question we have to ask ultimately is, God, are you really here? And have I inquired of you? So to roll it back, where does strength and courage come from? It comes from daily going to the tent. Then secondly, it comes from sharing. You've gone to your tent. I've gone to my tent. We share our experience, strength, and hope related to our, our lingering. We share our stories. We confront each other. We bring heart to the table. 
We have a sense of community through communion of shared experiences. Now, what's amazing about that is that being in a shared relationship is heart strengthening. A guy who did a great deal of research, his, his name, last name was Lynch, wrote a book called The Medical Consequences of Loneliness. And if I were going to be able to distill heart health out of that book in terms of a lot of his research, longitudinal study, what he, um, what he concluded was that when a person is using their frontal lobe, he didn't say it exactly this way, but using his frontal lobe, her frontal lobe to articulate the truth of the heart, feelings, needs, desire, longings, and hope, the impact of my life's experiences and the story of it. When a person is doing that, they actually have heart health. They have a lowered blood pressure. They have a lack of production of cortisol, which is fight, flight, freeze uh, energy chemistry. And we know that cortisol advances heart disease through plaque buildup. So what, what he ended up uh, showing is that when a person is truthful, their blood pressure is regulated. They, they feel socially connected, socially trusted and trustworthy. They can be in intimacy with another person, which means they can let themselves be vulnerable, let themselves expose their passions, let themselves expose their struggles, and let themselves expose their joys. In other words, friendship. When a person is talking and not telling the truth, their blood pressure goes up which advances uh, potential for heart disease. When a person is not talking, just simply silent, and in that silence, not, not telling the truth, their blood pressure also goes up, cortisol goes up, and the potential for the possibility of heart disease goes with that. So it is heart healthy to tell the truth, and that's what sharing is about. We have to remember that we human beings are literally, literally wired for relationship. We're, we're, we're created to find fulfillment through relationships that sustain our capacity to thrive. Survival is not enough for us human beings. The DNA of our very beings thrust us towards not being satisfied with survival only. We're thriving-oriented creatures. DNA of everything that's animated is seeking its own fulfillment, seeking its own overflowing production. In fact, you can see a pear tree in an orchard. If a person doesn't pick the pears, the pears will be so heavy on the limbs that the limbs will break and will kill the tree eventually. Archimedes talked about how when we try to suppress, he wasn't making it about humans, but he discovered that a ball of air pushed underwater has an equal and increased pressure to rise. And so when we apply that to the human life, we're born desiring to be connected, desiring for fulfillment, desiring to be attuned with, to be attended to, to be acknowledged, and to do the same with others because that is fulfillment. And when we attempt to use willpower to suppress how we're created, the will against creation is what makes us sick. It's not the feelings that make us sick. It's our attempt to survive them rather than thrive related to them that makes us sick, keeps us from our mission and our vision, keeps us from being able to deal with life when life happens. So we linger, we share, which means being in intimate relationship with others, able to bring our passion to that and live in that with integrity. In other words, I've got your back. 
In other words, you can have great things happen in your life and I can celebrate. Even though great things may not be happening in mine, I can be sorrowful in your sorrow related to what's happening with you, even though great things may be happening in my life. I don't run from your heart, nor do I attempt to control your heart and vice versa. Then what happens next is acting. Uh, and I mean taking action. When Joshua stepped into the promised land, he never ran, except a few times, he never ran away from his heart. And the one time that it was very clear that he'd really gotten off track, it says that the Lord said to him, you did not inquire of me. It was a period of time when Joshua had not gone to the tent. So if we're going to be strong and courageous, that our our ability to walk in faith and keep heart comes from being strengthened and encouraged by lingering in the tent, pouring out our hearts, journaling, growing, experiencing, trusting, developing faith. We step into sharing, and after that, we step into action. Sharing is living in relationship with others. 